Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensah Wood. And talk to the Lord this morning. And thank God. The Bible says that we slept and we awoke because the Lord sustained us. We are in His presence today by the grace of God. So lift up your voice in the midst of the confusion, the chaos in the world. The Bible says, let everything that has bread praise the Lord. So lift up your voice and thank God for His goodness. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his love. Thank God for his protection. Thank God for his provision. No matter what the issue is this morning, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will encounter God through his word in the mighty name of Jesus and your life will not be the same. Talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice. Pray. You can pray in your understanding and you can pray in the spirit. Lift up your voice in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Father, we thank you, O God, for your presence this morning. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love, O God. We thank you for Jesus Christ, your undescribable gift that you blessed us with. The Bible says that if you did not spare your own son, the Lord Jesus Christ, how will you not, in addition to him, freely give us all things? In the mighty name of Jesus, we know that nothing is too difficult for you. We thank you for Jesus that makes all this possible. We thank you for your mighty Holy Spirit, O God. I pray in the name of Jesus, supersaturate this place with your presence and power. Those that are online, I pray in the name of Jesus, may they encounter your power, O God. May they encounter your love, O God. Talk to the Lord and say, Lord, minister to me personally. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, stir up yourself this morning in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, do a work in each and every one of us our hearts oh god and i pray in the name of jesus may fears be dispelled in jesus name and may faith come into our hearts as we hear the word of the living god may our lives not be the same again and lord i receive the right words to speak anyone discouraged anyone down anyone at the point of giving up to this morning i pray lift them up oh god I pray, lift them up, O God. I pray, lift them up, O God. I pray, lift them up, O God. Let them be encouraged. And Lord, give us a greater love for you, O God. And give us a vision of the harvest that is all around us, O God. That will be ready to trust in that sickle and reap the harvest. In the mighty name of Jesus, for they are multitudes in the valley of them. And the day of the Lord is them for decision i pray let the sick be healed let the us go free every man whose mind is confused i pray for clarity this morning i pray their minds will clear up in the mighty name of the lord jesus and let every bedding be rolled away lord and let the name of the lord jesus be glorified and we'll give him all the praise and all the glory at the end everybody say amen Amen. say amen Amen. say thank you sisters well welcome into his presence today it's such a joy to bring to you god's word and in this season we've been looking at faith for miracles somebody say faith for miracles the first lesson we talked about the god of miracles and last week we talked about faith for miracles. And, and we said that someone says, I don't believe in miracles. Right? We said, don't, you don't need to worry about that. When you, need, when you need one, you will believe. Amen. So um, this morning we're going to go a step further. Faith that overcomes fear. There is a lot of fear around. But I pray in the name of Jesus, may you not be afraid. Amen. Let's turn our Bibles to Luke chapter 8. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Luke chapter 8. Let's look at an account here. Luke chapter 8. Thank you, Lord. So good to see everyone. 
Verse 49 says, talking about Jairus, he says, while he was still speaking, someone came from the ruler of the synagogue's house saying to him, your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher. 50. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, do not be afraid. Only believe and she will be made well. You see, fear is um, the opposite of faith. And you see, sometimes someone will say, oh, um, I don't want to go back to school. Because fear stops people from acting on what they believe or what they know to do. So someone will say, I don't want to go back to school because if I go back to school, by the time that I finish, uh, I will be 40. Well, whether you go or you don't go, you, you turn 40. <laughs> <laughs> so you better get together with the program and do what you need to do. <laughs> so someone will say in that same spot and not do anything and stay there and you will still turn 40 whether you like it or not. <laughs> Fear sometimes prevents people from starting businesses, from taking a step, going for, that, for, for, for what they need to go for. So I pray in the name of Jesus that may fear not stop you from fulfilling all that God has planned for your life. I said may fear not stop you from accomplishing that all that God has for your life. I said may fear not stop you from accomplishing all that God has planned for your life. That's the difference between people that move forward with God and people that don't. So this, this Jairus comes to Jesus and talks to Jesus about, about, about her daughter, 12 years old, and said, Master, please, my daughter is at the point of death. Please come and heal um, this, this, this child. And on the way, the woman with the issue of blood stops Jesus Christ. She receives her healing, but by the time she receives her healing, Jairus gets a report that don't trouble the master, uh, your daughter is dead. What was Jesus' response? Did Jesus say, why didn't you tell me earlier? Is that what Jesus said? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jesus said to him, do not be afraid. Do not fear. Stop the fear. Does fear have, have anything to do with this? Absolutely that. Because if he is going to entertain the fear, there is nothing that Jesus can do. So Jesus says, stop the fear right now. When you came to me, you said I should make your daughter well. And this morning, I don't know the circumstance of your life. I don't know what you may be going through. Sometimes the doctor may have given you a report and said there is nothing we can do for you. Sometimes an employer may have said, I don't need you anymore. Something, sometimes things come up and you are at the end of yourself. Maybe you are battling an addiction. You have tried all kinds of programs to break that addiction, but you are unable to come out of it. The answer to the situation is the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you are willing to yield your life and give Jesus an opportunity, your life will not be the same. If you believe that, say amen. amen. He says, stop the fear. Only believe and she'll be all right. And if you read the account in the Bible, Jairus didn't say a word. From the time that he came to Jesus and said, look, come, come, come with me to my house, he never said anything again, especially after Jesus said, do not be afraid, do not fear, stop the fear. Is someone define fear as false evidence appearing real? And when someone is dead, that's not, a, that's not a minor issue. When your daughter is dead and Jesus said, don't fear, because the, the thing that you 
talk about is the daughter that is dead. But he is in the presence of Jesus. And thank God Jesus is a family man. He says, do not be afraid. And she will be made well. You see, full-blown panic is fear. And a mild dread is also fear. There are different levels of fear. And so many times in our lives, we have fear at different levels. And because of that, sometimes it hinders us from going all out with God. Sometimes it hinders us in our walk with God. Because we hold on to those fears instead of letting go and letting God. But I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, no matter what is going on, keep your eyes on Jesus Christ. That's what, what we're talking about in, in the previous week. Never take your eyes off Jesus. We'll get, we'll get into that here shortly. Keep it on the Lord Jesus Christ. Do not fear. Only believe. And you see, faith works by love. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The fear, the fear also comes the same way. At least when Jairus was in the presence of Jesus, uh, he was here the assurance and he wasn't afraid. He knew that, I mean, this lady, once she received her healing, I am next. My daughter is next. As soon as, where did he get the fear from? As soon as he heard of death, that is where the fear came from. And Jesus says, stop it right there. And you see, so many times we look at the wrong thing. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, in this season, receive the grace to keep your eyes on Jesus. I said, receive the grace to keep your eyes on Jesus. And you see, fear is by it comes as a result of an insecurity that um, you are not loved or you are not accepted. If you believe, that's why the Bible talks about the fact in First John that we must believe the love of God. Because if I believe that God loves me, I believe the interest that love has in my case. And when you do that, you will be able to stand. But if you do not believe that God loves you and you believe something else, then, then, then it, becomes, it becomes very difficult. This morning, receive the love of God in Jesus' name. I said, this morning, receive the love of God in Jesus' name. This morning, receive the love of God in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And sure enough, thanks be to God. That's my Jesus. Jairus' daughter came back to life. In the mighty name of Jesus, this morning, anything in your life that is dead, that is supposed to be alive, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I speak life to it in Jesus' name. I speak life to it in the name of Jesus. Anything in your hand that is gradually slipping, and looks like it's going to die in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I speak life into it this morning in Jesus' mighty name. I speak life into it in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak life into your family. I speak life into your body. I speak life into that business. I speak life into that relationship that is about to die. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I speak life to it. May it come alive in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for your presence. Glory be to the name of our Lord. Now, in Mark chapter 4, let's look at another instance here. Mark 4, notice this. Mark 4, verse 35. He says, 
on the same day when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. Now, was Jesus a faith person? Did he run into the storm with them? So the fact that you are a faith person, that doesn't mean that you go sail through life with no challenges. <laughs> the fact that you are a faith person doesn't exempt you from the storms of life. And so many times, sometimes when, when, when storms come to people, uh, they, they tend to blame God. If I'm a child of God, if, if I come to church, I do all these things. Why? That's the wrong question. Never, ne never, never, never do that. The storms of life come to all of us. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, he talks about the storm coming to both the one who built on a strong foundation and the one who built on the wrong foundation. But regardless, the storm came to all of them. The test, the trial, come to all of us. The question is, when the storm comes, who is with you in your boat? And so here, the storm comes, and it, the Bible says that it was already filling. And what was Jesus doing? He was asleep. <laughs> you see, when you are in faith, you can sleep anywhere. And by now, Jesus must be soggy because the, th the thing they says that water was filling up in the boat. <laughs> Relaxed. I pray, may the peace of God be yours in Jesus' name. Anything that is causing you to stay awake at night, I pray, may it be replaced with the peace of God. Because the truth of the matter is, you see, if, if, if you are going through a challenge, if you are going through a storm, and you stay up at night, tossing up in bed, and worrying, it won't change anything. Jesus said, which of you by worrying can even add one cubit, change your height, or change the number of your hair? You can't, you can't, it won't change anything. Receive the grace to be at peace in Jesus' name. Amen. I said receive the grace to be at peace. Amen. So the, thing, the boat is filling up and Jesus is asleep. And when he woke up, what did he tell the disciples? Don't try this at home. <laughs> <laughs> What did he say to them? He says, they, they, they said to Jesus, this is an interesting thing, verse 38, but he was in the stand asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? You mean, you, you are asking Jesus that he doesn't care? Hey, these people, <laughs> they are very brave. <laughs> but you see, you can be close to Jesus, and it doesn't matter. It can happen to anyone. These were the closest followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. They were very close to him, and yet in a time of a storm, they were fearful. Jesus was right there with them, very close to Jesus, and in a time of a storm, of a storm fear comes in. And overwhelms them. It can happen to anyone. It's very easy. When we are all together. It's very easy. Well, especially when you are in church. And you are being fed. I'm feeding you with faith. You, you, you are very strong. You are ready to take on a lion or something. 
And then the least thing that comes up, it's very easy for your faith to be replaced with fear. The closest followers of the Lord Jesus Christ in the midst of a storm allowed fear to come in. And what did Jesus say? Did he say it was okay to be fearful? No, fear is, fear, fear is, un, is, 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 is unacceptable. He said, he said to them, Then he arose, verse 39, and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Then he turns around and addresses them. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? That means it's not okay to be fearful. How is it that you have no faith? Why are you so fearful? Why are you so fearful? Why are you so fearful? You see, all throughout the Bible, God said to Abraham, fear not. God said to, to, to Haggai, fear not. God said to Jacob, fear not. God said to Isaac, fear not. God said, I mean, someone said there are 365 fear not in the Bible. One dose for every day. <laughs> because the temptation to fear comes to all of us. So take your fear not capsule every morning. When you wake up. How do you do that? Focus on the love of God. The Bible says that, oh my Lord, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Let's not do that. We'll get, we'll, we'll get, we'll get back there. He told all these people, fear not. He expects us to be fearless. That means that it's possible. There are so many phobias, so many fears, different things. And they all endeavor to defeat us. Even after the miracle, I found this interesting. In verse 41, he says, And they feared exceedingly. Even after the miracle, they are still afraid. My Lord and my God. And said to one another, this was a different kind of fear. What can this, this be? That even the wind and the sea obey him. I pray in the name of Jesus, may fear not overwhelm you. I said, may fear not overwhelm you. You see, in Hebrews chapter 11, I, call it, I, call it, I like to call it the hall of, of fame or faith. And what you have to realize that all these people that we, realize, we read about overcame fear with faith. For instance, take, take the life of um, he, let's go to Hebrews chapter 11. Notice this. Hebrews 11. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hebrews 11, from verse 23. He says, By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child. And they were not afraid of the king's command. The king has given a command that any male child that is born, kill the child right away. Everybody was complying and yielding their children to be killed. Not the parent of Moses. By faith, because they saw he was a beautiful child, they were not afraid. What if they had yielded to the fear, would we have had Moses around? Moses would have also been killed like everybody else. But Moses' parents said, no. King's command or no king's command. 
Our child is not going to die. Sometimes that's what you have to stand. What you have to do, stand your ground. Report of the doctor or no report of the doctor. Report of whatever is going on or not going on. As for me and my house, we are exempt from all that is going on because we are children of the Most High God. They were not afraid of the king's command. Fear could have let, the, have let them have Moses killed. Look at the great destiny of Moses. Look at the great deliverance that God used him to bring the children of Israel out of Egypt. The king wanted to kill the child. But because of the boldness and the faith of his parents, in the mighty name of Jesus, Moses' life was preserved. My Lord and my God, I don't know what you are going through, but this morning I have come to announce to you, stand your ground and say, I refuse to fear. Somebody shout, I refuse to fear. Shout it, I refuse to fear. Shout it, I refuse to fear. They were not afraid of the king's command. Moses, all the children, if, all the, if you, you want to kill your children, you will have them killed, but not my child. No. 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 No matter what goes on in the world, I am a child of the living God. Greater is he who lives in me than he that lives in the, in the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even my faith. In the name of Jesus, it appears that I am, you are going to go under, but you are not afraid. You stand your ground and you say, my Lord and my God, my eyes are on you. I look to you and everything around says I may not make it. But in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, through my God, I will walk valiantly through my God. I refuse to fear. They chose faith over fear. They were not afraid of the king's command. See, the world flows in a negative stream. And if you don't walk by faith, Sooner or later, you start flowing with that stream. You see, there are, there are spiritual laws. And, the spirit, the, and spiritual laws, uh, they work. And sometimes, you can think fear, you can believe fear, and act based on fear, even where there is no fear. Notice this verse in, in, in Psalm 53. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 53, verse 5. It says, There they are in great fear where no fear was. For God has scattered the bones of him who comes against you. You have put them to shame because God has despised them. But notice this phrase. It says they were in great fear where no fear was. That's very pathetic. <laughs> there is no fear. But yet you are in great fear. <laughs> there they were in great fear where no fear was. So the fear is imaginary. There is nothing to fear, but you are so much fearful, even though there is no fear. And because of that, you remain in captivity. In Hebrews 12, 14, he talks about the fact that through fear of death, were all their lifetime subject to bondage. So here, there is nothing to fear, but they are in great fear. May the power of fear 
be broken over your life tonight in the, this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. Some people, when it is night, they are afraid. When it is day, they are afraid. So at which point are you not afraid? <laughs> that's, 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 a, that's, that's a pathetic way to live. Now, when, you see, you can choose to believe or you can choose to fear. Now, in, in, in the book of John, John wrote the book of John. In John chapter 20, let's notice something. John chapter 20, it says, Now the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been rolled away from the tomb. Then she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple, the other disciple is John, whom Jesus loved and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they have laid him. Peter therefore ran, went out and the other disciples, disciple and were going to the tomb. So they both ran together and the other disciple ran Peter and came to the tomb first. John wrote the, 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 this one so he had to throw that in there that he, 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 he was the better runner. <laughs> <laughs> He, 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 had, he had to put that in there. When he got there, get this, if you get this, you go a long, a, long, a long way in your faith. When he got there, verse 5, he says, And he, stooping down and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying there, yet he did not go in. Then Peter, Simon Peter came following him. He must have really around him. <laughs> and went into the tomb, and he saw the clothes lying there, and the handkerchief that had been around his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but folded together in a place by itself. Dead people don't, don't fold their stuff. That's not what dead people do. But notice the difference between John and Peter. He says that when he saw it, he stooped down and looked in, saw the little clothes lying there. He did not go in. That, that, for him, that was it. That convinced him that Jesus was alive. You see, Peter is puzzled, but John believes. He hasn't seen the master, but he believes that Jesus is alive. Somebody shouted this morning, Jesus is alive. You haven't seen Jesus with your physical eyes. As far as we know, he was the very first person one of the very first people to believe that Jesus was alive. You see, faith is a choice. And fear is also a choice. They are both choices. So here comes Thomas with that background in John chapter 21. John chapter 21, John come, comes, comes, comes around to Thomas. Thomas comes around, actually, actually the same John, tw John 20. Thank you, Lord. Verse 25, Thomas says, The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. Thomas said, I'm not going to believe it. Unless 
I touch and unless I handle him. So when he met Jesus, he, he said to him, unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. It's a choice. When you get to heaven, don't, don't walk up to Thomas and say, doubting Thomas. That would be very rude. <laughs> I'm sure he hasn't doubted in a millennia. <laughs> Just say thank you for showing me what, what not to do. <laughs> but you see, Thomas, if you were saying, he, he, he was talking in our day, he would say, no, I need some slides. I, I need to do a DNA test. I need something to tell me that this is really Jesus. It's a choice that he made. Verse 26 says, And after eight days, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. Jesus came in, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace to you. And he said to Thomas, Reach your finger here and look at my hands, and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to the Lord, My Lord and my God. 29. Jesus gives a key here. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed. Blessed, blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Who are the people who are blessed? If you don't talk to me, I'll stop. I'll come and sit down. <laughs> who are the ones who are blessed? That's the key to the whole thing. Those who have not yet seen and yet have believed. Thomas wants to see and touch first, then he's going to believe. What are you going to believe? That? What's there to believe at that point, really? There's nothing to believe. You've already seen and touched. The blessing belongs to those who have not seen and yet have believed. It's a choice to fear or to believe. My Lord and my God, Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. In this season, as you choose to believe God, as you choose to believe his word, as you choose to put your trust and your confidence in God, may you experience the blessing in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. It's a choice. You see, this thing is so serious that when, when, when in Luke chapter 1, when the angel came to Zechariah, he was going about his, his, his normal duties. In the temple, the Bible says, in Luke 1 12, it says, And when Zechariah saw him, saw this angel, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. And the angel brought a message. The first words the angel said to him, verse 13, but the angel said to him, Do not be afraid. Is this not some kind of a celestial greeting? 
No. Because he needs him to switch and be in faith for the purpose and the plan of God. Do not fear. Do not fear. It is a necessary instruction that God wants us to obey. Do not be afraid. Not I'm, no, I'm trying not to be afraid. You, see, you choose what you think about. The devil can try to bring thoughts into your mind, uh, but, but if, if you don't put those thoughts into words or actions, they die unborn. See, birds can fly over your head, but you can choose to not allow them to make a nest on your head. <laughs> so, so, the angel comes and says, look, I stand in the presence of God. Look, I'm not the male man. Do you understand? <laughs> I'm not a male man. I am sent from the presence of Almighty God to tell you that according to the time of life, your, 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 your wife will have a child. And when this thing kept going on, verse 18, and Zechariah said to the angel, how shall I know this? For I'm an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. And the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings. 20, but behold, you will be mute and not able to speak, until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. If we let this Zechariah keep going, uh, he, with his mouth, might abort the plan of God. So, Zip, we'll talk to you on the other side. <laughs> That's how serious unbelief is. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Anything that causes you to fear and to doubt the integrity of God's word, may God himself help you and take it away in Jesus' name. Compare his response to that of Mary. Just write down in verse 30. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Do not be afraid. It's a command. Do not be afraid. Every time they show up, they say, do not be afraid. Mary's response was, verse 34, Then Mary said to the angel, How can this, thing, this be? Since I do not know a man. And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that holy one who is to be born will be called the Son of the living God. The Son of God. For verse 37, For with God nothing will be impossible. 38, Then Mary said, Behold the handmaiden the maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel said, Good deal, done. Mission accomplished. She has accepted the child. Jesus is on his way. I am out of here. Two different responses. I pray in the name of Jesus, receive the grace to receive the word of God. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, the psalmist of all who said in Psalm 23, he said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Even though I may be going through a difficult time, even though I may not understand all that is going on, but I refuse to entertain the fear. 
you cannot be in faith and fear at the same time. Even though, it is the trouble with us is sometimes we camp in the valley of the shadow of death. Don't set up come there. What's the point in setting up come there? He says, I will not fear. Shout it. I will not fear. Shout it. I will not fear. When Mary was not afraid and she welcomed the word of the Lord, my Lord and my God, through her, Jesus Christ came. No wonder God chose her. Some other girls, well, I said, no, not me, please. What? Virgin give birth? I'm not going to stand this mockery. But, but, but not her. Who are you pregnant with? God. What? Don't tell us tales, please. God didn't appear to you anywhere. You are not telling us the truth. Thomas says, I must see and touch. Or not believe. See with nothing but the word of God. Chose to believe the word of God. And conception was the result. And if you can believe the word of God. Your health can be changed. Your family can be changed. Your mind can be transformed. Your, your whole life can be changed. You can go from hopelessness to hope. My lost mama, mama, haya. The world may have written you off and said there is no hope for you. Maybe you have written yourself off and said this situation, I've crossed it up. There is no hope. But in the name of Jesus, this morning receive the word of the living God. And in the name of Jesus, I have come to announce to you by the word of the living God that there is hope for you. Amen. I said 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 there is hope for you. Amen. You see, depression is rooted in, is, is, the back of it is fear. But thank God, the Bible says, Nehemiah said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So how do I overcome fear? The first thing is resist it. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. 2 Timothy 1 7. He says... For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. First thing is, resist the fear. If someone came to you and, and tempted you and said, let's go into a store and rob a store, what would be your response? You say, the Bible says thou shalt not steal and I'm not going to do it. You resisted with the word of God. So when fear tries to take you over, say fear, I resist you. Shout it this morning, fear, fear. I resist you. Shout it one more time, fear, fear. I resist you. Shout it one more time. Fear. fear. I, resist I resist you. That is the first step. If you keep petting it, it will, hang, it will hang around. But if you see like a temptation to go and steal, and you resist it with that kind of force, it will run away. He says, God has not given us a spirit of fear. And I'm not going to take anything that, that God doesn't give. One time, Smith Wigglesworth said he was, he was getting on a, um, on a bus. And, and a, a certain lady had a, a dog 
also get trying to get on the bus, she kept telling the, 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 the dog to go back home, go back home. And the dog kept wanting to follow. At some point, she said, get! And when she did, the little puppy, Scott, <laughs> she got, it, it got the message. We just said, without thinking, I said, that's how you have to do the devil. Sometimes you have to tell him to get. <laughs> tell fear to get. Don't pet it. It's not, a, it's not, it's, 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 it's not your roommate. For God has not given us the spirit of, a spirit of fear. I'm not going to accept anything God doesn't give. So the first step is resist it. Shout it, fear. I resist you. Two, practice the love of God. People can manage fear in different areas. The person who can uh, sit on a bull and play around with it has managed the fear in that area. That same person, something else might come and he's not managed the fear in that area. The fear can be managed. I'm, we are not trying to manage the fear. We are trying to let the fear leave. Notice what the Bible says in 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4, verse 17. He says, Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, oh my Lord and my God, this is one of my favorite verses in the Bible, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment. That is the day that you need the case to be decided. You will have boldness. Because as he is, oh my Lord and my God, so are we in this world, my Lord. <laughs> as Jesus is, so are we in this world. That is where the boldness and the confidence come from. Then he says, there is no fear in love. No. No. God is absolute love. No fear in him. So when I begin to practice the love of God, the fear has to leave. That's what I was, earlier when I was saying, I was jumping ahead. Now we, we, we are there. Fear involves torment. It's a very tormenting thing. So you wake up, take your, 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 what should we call it? A fear, capsule, a fear capsule or capsule fear. And before, when you wake up in the morning, don't let the first thing on your mind be the problem. The first thing on your mind is God. And say, Father, I thank you that you love me. Thank you that you love me the same way that you love Jesus. Before you go to bed, focus on his love. Don't watch a horror movie before you go to bed. That, that's, that's just interesting. I just, I just opened the fear. <laughs> 
Say, Father, I thank you that you love me. <laughs> One time in, in, in England, during World War II, every time the siren sounded, it meant that the enemies were, were, were attacking. So everyone had to go to the shelter. And this woman, one time it was so serious, it kept, it kept sounding and sounding and sounding and sounding. And everyone went there, and, and she, she didn't go. So they saw, when they saw her in the morning, they said, what happened to you? Why didn't you come to the, 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 the shelter last night? <laughs> she said, I read in my, in, in my Bible, you know how, how the English talk sometimes. In my Bible, that God never sleeps nor slumbers. So I decided that there's no use both of us staying awake. One of us has to sleep, so I just went to sleep. <laughs> In the midst of bombs and things going on, she said, somebody has to go to sleep. God never sleeps nor slumbers. I'm, I, I, one of us has to sleep and it's going to be me. So good night, love. I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> Zero fear. Why? She practiced the love of God. I pray in the name of Jesus, may your trust and your confidence be in the Lord. Psalm 127 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom? Whom? Shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? No one. Oh, no. Why? Because the Lord is my light and my salvation. I know the Lord. That's why I'm not afraid. I have zero fear. Whom shall I fear? Nobody. He, someone said, you're not afraid of the devil. No, 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 I'm not afraid of the devil. Jesus whipped him. He whipped him for me. That's where my boldness and confidence comes from. I pray in the name of Jesus. You see, things keep coming up. So it's good that our trust and our confidence should be in the Lord. So if you are watching or listening, the question is, is the Lord your light? Is the Lord your salvation? Or are you overwhelmed with fear? You see, the devil is the most fearful being. So you cannot be on his side and not be afraid. So if you are watching on TV, watching online, maybe someone shared this with you. This is the time to make a decision and to make a stand for the Lord. So that your faith and your trust and your confidence can be in God. So that you can say like us, like the psalmist, that whom shall I fear? Of whom? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I pray in the name of Jesus. May your confidence be in the Lord. I said may your confidence be in the Lord. And as your confidence is in God. May, faith, may fear leave you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And he said, may you have love, a sound mind. And may you see the hand of God at work in your life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, my Lord. I didn't realize I talked this long. The word of God is good, isn't it? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Let's pray. Thank you. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. 
Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535. 